It's time to take the quiz. Five questions, five minutes a day, five days a week. Take the quiz every weekday at thequiz.fox and then listen to the quiz podcast to find out how you did. Play, share, and of course, listen to the quiz at thequiz.fox. Let's welcome tonight's guests. He's never serious, even on Sirius. Ah. <laughs> Comedian co-host of the Jim Norton Sam Roberts show on Sirius XM, Jim Norton. Yes. Yes. Way to thank the audience, Jim. A lot of people don't do that. She got more time on the sideline than a jug of Gatorade. Former sportscaster Michelle Tafoya. He's not your father's Republican leader. He just looks like he is. <laughs> American Conservative Union Chairman Max Schlapp. She's got more fake hair than a British judge. <laughs> yeah. Fox News contributor, <laughs> Kat Tip. Jim, always a pleasure to see you. Thank you, Greg. It's great to see you. It's great to see you. You know, you are a political shaman. Yes. People go to you for the deepest questions when there's a political turmoil. Are you sensing, like me, that there's a, a movement towards limits? And do limits help you in your life? That's an excellent question, It's Greg. a two-part question. <laughs> it is, yes. And I forgot the first part already. The first part is, do you see a trend coming in this uh, idea of limitations? And do you find limits helpful in your life? Um, limits are not helpful in my life, but women don't want to sleep with me, so there are limits. Um, <laughs> and as far as limits, are they going to change anything? Is there a trend coming? No. I think we're deluding ourselves, hoping every time something happens, like, now it's about to change, it's not going to change. Mm. It's not going to change. Well, that's very negative, too. Sorry, guys. My apologies. Can, <laughs> let's go back. It's going to change. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I was going to say we can edit that out. It is going to change, right? It's going to be great. No, no, no. <laughs> never going to change. It's going to get worse and worse and worse, and then we're all going to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like my inner monologue. Yes. That's exactly what I say every morning yeah. when I wake up. It's painful. Michelle, you live in middle America, which a lot of people, you know, it's weird because that's in America, unlike the Middle East. Uh, right. <laughs> How fed up are they? Tell us. Well, you know what? It's interesting because I drove to my son's baseball game yesterday, and it was way out in the countryside. And I felt like, you know, well, I ain't that America. I felt like John Mellencamp was singing in my head. But then I turn around, I go back to the Twin Cities and it's very, very liberal in, the, in Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, I can't decide what I'm more disturbed by right now. The fact that you've just said it's not, it's only gonna get worse or the fact that I never wanna eat corn on the cob ever again. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, it's a, both are depressing. I was hopeful, Greg, until I was invited onto a podcast recently and I was invited with this. We wanna talk about your great career and your new podcast. We think, is it okay if we talk to you for about 30 or 40 minutes? It was someone I knew from my past, so I said, okay. Yeah. The second I got on, Bam! Was ambushed with you're anti-CRT, you're a racist, you're a you cannot read the Florida law without it being a homophobe. I mean, I was absolutely ambushed. Mm -hmm. And just when I was thinking that all these signs from Netflix and CNN, things were turning in that direction that you alluded to, 
boy, did I get a wake up call. There is like there are these things that pop out again and again. And I and I mean, even on this network, sometimes it happens. But we won't get into that. Will we, Kat? (laughs) I guess not. No. Matt, uh, (laughs) are you noticing a kind of a wave I think it started with Youngkin. Don't you kind of like totally, you know, it was like a revolt in the Commonwealth of Virginia. It was parents. You know, they were called domestic terrorists for saying, why is my five year old reading about these sex acts with like, you know, cartoon books? It was kind of insane. And uh, but I also think we have to separate what's going on in society from politics. So is it going to change politically? Hell yes, we're going to kick their butts. It's going to be an amazing red wave. Not so much because the Republican Party is so perfect, but these guys have bungled everything you can imagine. The real question Michelle's talking about is, even if the voters revolt, can you actually change all the insanity that's rolling through these institutions and through the schools? And I'm, you know, I'm more dubious until we have a lot of political success. Well, I guess, okay, so this is what good, then it goes back to what Jimmy's saying, which is like, that. It, it, you're kind of saying that culturally, it always, it's entropy. It just always kind of goes towards bad. Well, it's not about what we're arguing about. Yeah. We love to argue and we love to be right. Mm-hmm. It's not about the issue. The issue is the excuse to attack each other. Mm-hmm. And we're always going to love attacking each other. So no matter what the issues are, we are still the same. We can blame Trump. We can blame Biden. doesn't matter. We're the same. It's mm-hmm. not going to change. Interesting. Sorry, I just wanted to bore everybody. No, no, no. <laughs> I think you, you hit a major point there, Kat. Care to yeah. respond to Jimmy's assertion that it's about human nature that we can't change yeah i think that's true i think everybody's (laughs) and (laughs) what (laughs) i'm sorry but all of us are and the difference with this i think is it's way easier for some people to you know kind of gain power control they don't have to really be good at anything Mm -hmm. they don't have to develop a skill they don't have to work really hard they have to get upset and have their feelings be hurt and say, you know, you offended me for this reason that's on this list of reasons we consider, you know, things that are acceptable to consider offensive. And then you're the most powerful person in the room without actually having to do anything. Mm-hmm. So I think that's going to be pretty difficult for people to give up, especially when it does actually actually does work so often mm-hmm. where people are actually afraid to say that they've had enough of it. It's good that you have these examples where it is, but there are consequences for saying that you've had enough of something, too, because then you're canceled. That's, that's another great point. Thank uh, you. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm very positive today. Because <laughs> yeah. Dana was guest hosting yesterday, and everybody liked how positive she was. <laughs> but you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rebut you, and I'm going to say that generally most Americans are nice, polite people, right? But... I think they're running out of patience. It's like you can only mess with people for so long and then they go, okay, this is now. And I think that's what pro- how progress works. It's a little bit of chaos and then it comes back and then it gets chaotic. That's my positive spin on this. Well, Greg, that really hurts. <laughs> I, t- I really took you apart just there. Yeah, yeah. Way to humiliate me in front of the audience. <laughs> but no, you know why I think it's that way? Because when you look at every, like, the pundit shows where everybody argues on every network has yeah. them, when's the last time on any of those you heard someone go, ah, you're right? Yeah, yeah. never. Only here. Never. We yeah. do it here. Yeah. We do it here. No, I admit true. that I'm wrong almost every night. Yeah. Although it won't happen tonight. Because <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before we go, here's some news. I got new book tour dates. This is exciting. I'll be at Foxwoods Casino in Connecticut in October. That sounds exciting. And Smart Financial Center in the Houston area in November. Why can't we just say Houston? It's pretty big. I don't understand that. But get tickets at gcutfelt.com and find out why. All right, don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. 
from the Fox News Podcasts Network. Subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com. The nation's biggest rag admits its opinions make readers gag. USA Today, a paper good for lining shelves, decides to keep opinions to themselves. Get it, America's largest newspaper owner. Ooh, and USA Today publishers reportedly cracking down on their biased minions' crappy opinions. From now on, their bias will be limited to all of the news. I knew that wouldn't land. (laughs) I left it in there just to see what would happen. Sometimes it works. That one didn't work. The Washington Post reports that Gannett made the decision to scale back on opinion sections. And why? Well, like my erotic novel starring Neil Cavuto, it turns off off serious readers. And let's be honest, most people only read USA Today because it comes free with the Ramada's Continental Breakfast. And at the Econo Lodge, it can cover up the bloodstains. Oh, the memories. Gannett editor saying, quote, they don't believe we have the expertise to tell anyone what to think on most issues. They perceive us as having a biased agenda. Well, whoop-de-doo. Gannett also admitted that editorials and columns are the main reason readers cancel their subscriptions, despite being the least read content. So it's high risk, low reward, like reporting Jesse Waters to Human Resources for peeing in Judge Jeanine's coffee pot. (laughs) I might have gotten it reversed. Either way, it never happened, Matt. Never happened. That landed. Isn't it interesting that now they figured this out? Like, they Like, you would pick up a newspaper and they would just insult you every time. Like, the little guest editorials at USA Today, you just want to, like, who is this person? Yeah, no, the, 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 and the Gannett Company has bought, like, the paper in almost every Midwestern town. You know, they, they dominate the political conversation in all these, in all these places. And I think what's interesting about the left, you see the story where George Soros just basically bought, like, every Hispanic radio station, yeah. including the most anti-communist ones right around Miami. So what the left under, has understood for a long time is if you have one or two outlets in a city, go buy it. And I think what they're realizing is the problem when you buy it and you push your socialist crap through it, you might want to camouflage that a little bit. Right. Because a lot of these communities don't like it. Yeah. And that's what's happening to these papers. Well, it took a long time. You a know, long time. Jim, you are a media maven. Uh, do you miss the ads in the back of the Village Voice? Yes, I really do. In the back of Screw Magazine, those were a hit. <laughs> uh, I made a lot of great friends there. <laughs> um, but- <laughs> don't you think there's a place... There's a place for a good local newspaper because we forget like people. I think a lot of the reasons why there's a lot of crime and stuff is there's no local crime reporters anymore. Yeah, no, I, I never liked the local. I was in the local paper when I was 13 for playing Asteroids. Um, I got in the, a local paper for playing for 10 hours in 1981. <laughs> I think it's in your book. I remember seeing the, the article. Yes, I, I was dressed like Adrian from Rocky. I had the glasses and the hat. And uh, yeah, anyway, it's a long story. I'll be around after to talk about it if you want. Uh, yeah, I don't really care about their opinion. And instead of shutting everybody up, why don't they just hire people with a variety of opinions? Yeah. I mean, isn't that funny? Like, the editorial is the written version of the guy swishing his wine, boring you at the party. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what happened and shut up about your opinion. I don't care what they think about it. Yeah, exactly. You know, Jim brought, brings up a great memory. Like, it used to be if you made it into the paper, it was a big deal. Big deal. Yeah. It was a huge deal. But now you don't even know what a paper is, do you, Kat? I do. You do? Care to define it? What is a newspaper? 
It's something that's dying. (laughs) (laughs) I think this is probably a good call. They're like, okay, nobody reads these, uh, but people do cancel, you know, because of them. Newspapers aren't booming right now. Mm -hmm. People get news from Twitter and their opinions from TikTok. So good call. Yeah. You know, it sucks, though, Michelle. I think the problem is that opinion. I know this. Opinions are easier to create than actual to report something. That, oh, yeah. No question yeah. about it. We don't see really good reporting very often. Yeah. But I, I'm with Kat. I think this is follow the money, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. It's not someplace they can make a lot of money. They're spending money on maybe opinion writers or sources for opinion, you know, for editorials, whatever. And it has been like, you know, I used to write a letter to the editor. Yes. And you felt like everyone got a fair shake. That's, that's not the way it is anymore. The, only the letters that they get published are the ones that they want to publish. Who's the worst person in your community? The person that writes letters to the editor. It's always the same person. Well, remember, it's like the it's like Ann Jekyllson of Kutztown, <laughs> Pennsylvania, talking about like there are ducks in her yard. Yeah, but I, I love those. Yeah. Those were fun, but they don't exist anymore. I mean, yeah. instead, like you, you all said, we're just getting lectured. Mm. And if people are going to say, you know what, I'm no longer subscribing to the newspaper. And apparently, they're getting a lot of calls like that. Yeah. We're canceling the paper. I'm tired of being lectured. I, Follow the money. I love the newspaper. You'd have like, okay, you'd have letters to the editor. You'd probably have like a far side cartoon yes. or Dilbert. And then you'd have like Dear Abby or Ask Beth. Do you yes. remember Ask Beth? Yes. That was a really, that was where you learned about the birds and the bees. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Do you wear, I'm where, if you wear two pairs of underwear, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yes. One, one on my body and one on my face. <laughs> yes. <laughs> anyway, now that's all, that's all, you miss all of that cat now with your little TikTok videos. Yeah, that's what I do all day. Yes, <laughs> it is, you terrible people. All right, thanks to Michelle Tafoya, Jim Norton, Matt Slap, Cat Jim, our studio audience, Fox News at night with evil Shannon Bremis. Next time, Greg Gutball, I love you, America. Hi, everybody. It's Brian Kilmeade. I want you to join me weekdays at 9 a.m. East as we break down the biggest stories of the day with some of the biggest newsmakers and, of course, what you think. Listen live or get the podcast now at briankilmeadeshow.com.